Father and our God, we bring ourselves to you. We are thankful for a new year. We are thankful for the journey of 365 days gone by. We thank you for a new journey. We are thankful, Lord, that you are the strength of our journey, the strength of this church, the strength of this assembly, the strength of our lives on our own who were to have been consumed, perished, lost in the way without our wits, come to our wits end. But Lord, each time with you, the strength of our life beside us, we went through the valleys of the shadow of death. We went through, Lord, the thicks and the thin. We went through the mountains. We went through the turbulent times and difficult days. And Lord, you tidied us over. Blessed be your name, O God, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your promise again, O Lord. We're ready to continue on our side as we look onwards, as we look unto you, as we keep faith with you, as we do not look sideways, or look backward as we keep on in the journey, pressing on towards the call you have made upon our lives. Provided we drop every of our filth and baggages that came over from the old year into our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you for victory in the west, victory in the east, victory in the north, victory in the south. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, who as a church, who as a people, have such a God like you as their father, who will speak and who will guide and who will direct. And Lord, for speaking to us from the bowels of this year, we thank you in the name of Jesus. For already telling us what conditions we need, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Our victories, O God, will not be cut short in the name of Jesus. Our walk with you shall be steady, steadfast, pressing on and never going backwards anymore in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for every heart here, for every sincere one that has confessed out and brought out, Lord, those baggages, the filthiness, Lord, the iniquities, Lord, the anger, Lord, they pull him down, Lord, the envies, Lord, those areas hidden in our lives, but you have seen them and they are weighing us down and we cannot press on as we would. Heavenly Father, we pray you, God, as we confess them and bring them out. Those baggages remain brought out. They will not accompany us anymore in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, those baggages remain out of our lives. We lay them aside in the name of Jesus. Every weight, every sin, besetting, or any unwitting one, Lord, we already empty ourselves of them and cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit and ready to perfect holiness in a walk with you. Father, make us clean again in the name of Jesus. Accept us through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. That the blood shed on the cross availeth much already for us. And does and speaks better than the blood of Abel. And opens the gate of entrance that we may have boldness as we walk by our side. Thank you Lord for our cleansing. Thank you for our forgiveness. Thank you for leading us and being by our side. We are grateful to God. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone says Amen. And everyone says Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you join or look at the person by your side? Not just look. Send their hands and say, Welcome into 2019. The year of journeying with the Lord. And pressing onward. The year of God walking by our side. Welcome into 2019. And Happy New Year. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank God who has spoken good concerning us. Past, present, and future. And he shall lead us and be at our side. The strength of this assembly in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord who will lead us through thick and thin, despite the situation, and bring us safely, even through the end, and many years, as you heard him say, in the name of Jesus. And as he's coming soon, he says his reward is with him. Let us be ready, despite the challenges, the tumults, the hard times that will come, to keep faith. Don't look to the side. Don't look to the back. Look forward. Keep faith. And the message for this morning is already preached. Praise the Lord. I'm sure if I sit down now, we are all already made. God has spoken. And when he speaks clearly, you don't need to add your own. Who, however, just put a few charge to let the day be going. And we bless the Lord for his grace and mercy upon us. Who has brought those who traveled safely. And those who are still away will also come back with the Lord their strength and by their side. With no baggage except belongings. No spiritual baggage is following them in the name of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 through 3. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your mind. That's the message this morning. That's the message we heard earlier on. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, seeing we have run 365 days of the previous year, Seeing the Lord has kept company by our side as with every other of the saints who was called and who is called by his name. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And then looking not sideways, right or left, or backwards, or down, or around. Be looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That is the message. Look at Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. Philippians 3, 12 to 14. 
not as though I had already attained. Either we were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have arrived. I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hebrews 12. I read the message Bible version of it. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way. All these veterans cheering us on. It means we had better get on with it. Strip down. Start running. And never quit. No extra spiritual fat. No parasitic sins. No baggage of filth. Of sins of the mind or the flesh. No extra spiritual fat. No parasitic sins. Verse 2. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Who both began and finished this race we are in. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That is liberating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your feet, go over that story again. Item by item. That long litany of hostility, he plowed through. That will shoot energy into your mind and into your souls. This is the word of God. Philippians 3, 2-14, C says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I'm well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal. Where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running. And I am not turning back. Tell the person beside you, I am not turning back. And I'm not turning sideways. I am looking unto Jesus. That is the message. Like I said, we can as well have closed for this morning. Because clearly, the passage for our meditation, and God going ahead of us, have said it all. As we enter this year, 2019, we are talking about looking unto Jesus. We are talking about a year in which we have got our eyes on the goal, where God is beckoning us. Onward to Jesus. We are already off and running. Praise the Lord. The year 2019 is already nine hours 19 minutes old, off and running, and not turning back anymore. So, we're already on and running, and not turning back either. And we are pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling 
in Christ Jesus in heaven. And by the grace of God, him by our side, our strength, our shield, our rock, our redeemer, we shall make it in the name of Jesus Christ. The witnesses of Hebrews 12 have completed their race. They have. All of them. They have completed their pressing forward by remaining faithful, by keeping faith, by keeping focused. And they are now expecting us who began in 2018 on a kingdom lifestyle journey to also keep pressing on till we finish the race as well. That we shall do by the grace and strength of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Looking unto Jesus in Hebrews chapter 2, 12 verse 2. The author and finisher of our faith. In order for us not to be distracted. In order for us not to be discontinued in the way. To derail. To have baggages. In our participation in 2019. We must key. We must keep focus. We must keep our minds. We must keep our reference point on Jesus. That we will keep our attention. Keep our eyes on him. You already have heard. As if God already. And he does know because he is in the womb of time. And if we are in tune with him. He already knows what is going to come to pass today. And even at the end of this year. He's already seen the end of the year from the beginning. The author and finisher of our faith, the author and finisher of our life, the author and finisher of our race, he is also the author and finisher of this year. And so as Jesus, who has gone before us, and is waiting for us in heaven, seated at the right hand of the throne of God, he has gone through, and he has triumphed, gotten the victory, we shall also look up unto him, and keep right and keep faith with him. And we shall have victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus suffered. Jesus passed through the veil unto heaven. That's what we read here. Looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. He had a goal. He had a prize. He had the joy of the crown and the throne set before him. Because of it. He didn't go easy. It wasn't a thoroughfare. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. He sat down having won the prize. And as he did, so may we, looking unto him, taking reference from him, also beget in the name of Jesus. Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Consider him that had hostility. Consider him that had challenges. Consider him that also went through difficulties. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 and 15 told us Jesus did not just come walking on streets of gold on earth. He dropped his glory with the Father above. And he came, just as he has come into 2019, asking us, Look unto me, all of you, and be ye saved, and be ye made saved. He came into 2019, as he had come over 2,000 years ago, in the womb of time in the world. And the Bible says here, when he came, verse 14 of Hebrews 4, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, 
Let us hold fast our profession. Let us keep faith. Let us keep set. Let us press on. For we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the failing of our infirmities. But he was in all points, tempted like as we are. So he endured challenges too. He went through periods of trials, physical, spiritual, authoritarian, positional. He went through them. The same challenges that we may have here, many personally directed at him. Hostilities as it were. And tumults. Those are the words God has used for us. Those are the things Jesus went through. He went through them. And yet, as he was tempted in all ways, without sin. So, he already has been in our nature. He took our form in order that he might pass through the things we are going through. To show us the way that it is possible as we look unto him, live the way he did, receive strength and guidance and direction from him to also go through without wavering and without looking back in the name of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 2 verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, now crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should test death for every man. For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily, he did not take on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things, he behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. In that he has been in our nature, in that he has gone through this way before, in that he has taken through the challenges, the tumors, and has been able to go through despite them and the attacks on him, unscattered, and is seated, having reached heaven, made the prize, and gotten the glory. He is also able to do what? See us through the challenges that we go through. And that is why we need to look unto him. That is why we need to focus our attention on him. And so as we look up to him, through the maze, through the turbulence, through the hard times, through the tumults, through whatever name it will be defined by, in the days ahead, in the midst of trials, occasioned by challenges of living in Nigeria today and this year, in the midst of challenges to our faith and the demands of the end times, in the midst of perversion, many more of things that we see that are like abomination will still take place in the midst of them. In the midst of the polity of our nations, with politicians putting everyone on edge, 
and every one of them already heating up the political space and raising tensions and anxiety in a do or die mood. And some saying, if it is not me, it can be any other person. And others already finding the embers of violence, embers of passion, in disintegration, in the midst of even the challenges we have through in our nation, the insurgency, the killings, the strikes, the unrests, the protests. If you listen to the news yesterday, many more of the industrial groups are turning to down tools. It's like that is the end thing for this year. The aviation workers say they may soon shut down. The health workers are up again. They may soon get on strike. The Association of Polytechnics, uh, the equivalent of ASU in the Polytechnics, Association uh, of Union of uh, in Polytechnics, generally they will go down to the trenches. That's the language their national president used. So everyone, the labor is saying their deadline was yesterday. It doesn't matter. In the midst of all this, the challenges, the hard times, the threats to life, the dangers as they come, talk more of the economic challenges. It will still get hard. We are told that the budget was prepared with benchmark of $60. Meanwhile, the price of oil has come down to around $53. So it's something that people will say, I'm not an economist. And I'm not criticizing, but that's the type of thing they will say dead on arrival. You know, already before you are even operating the budget, you're going in a deficit. And so looking at this, if you look around, if you look by the side, your heart may fail you. And so Hebrews 12 tells us, don't think when your faith begins to be challenged and these things come around, look up unto Jesus. Hallelujah. He has endured hostility, has endured challenges, has endured the difficulties, has passed through the hard times. There have been times when he had no place to lay his head. I'm sure you saw that in the Bible. There were times they needed to borrow bread from a small boy in order to feed. There was a time they needed to borrow a place to stay in Bethany for them to remain and have the last supper. And even his tomb was a borrowed one. So he had gone through needs. And went through all of them and triumphed. We shall also go through having victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. John 3, 14, 15 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Look at the way another version renders it. In the same way that Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert so people could have something to see and then believe. It is necessary for the Son of Man to be lifted up and everyone who looks up to him, everyone who looks up to him, trusting and expectant, will gain a real life. Eternal life. That is also our bidding this year in the name of Jesus. And as he took allusion from Numbers chapter 21, verses 6 to 9, 
the Israelites had murmured against God. On their journey, on their way from Egypt, they began to murmur. They said, every morning manna, evening manna, midday manna, midnight manna, 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 manna. Is it only manna? In short, they even were worse than that. They said, we don't understand what we are doing in this God-forsaking place. That's how one of the versions rendered it. We don't understand what we are doing on this journey. No food, no water, no shelter. So even the food that God was giving them free of charge, as far as they were concerned, was what? No food. It was like throwing it back at him. And the Bible said they sinned. And the Lord sent fiery serpents to bite them. And they began to die in their numbers. And Moses cried unto God. When they came in remorse now, and said, Moses, we realize we have sinned. We are sorry. Please pray to God. They accepted that they had gone in error. They accepted that they had erred. They accepted they have no solution. They accepted they needed God, whom they had already said had forsaken them. They said, God forsaken place. They accepted he could intervene again. And the Bible says, Moses prayed. And when Moses prayed, God said, make a bronze serpent. Set it up, up there. That anyone who has been beaten by the serpent, when he looks at the brazen serpent, he will live. And friends, Jesus said, and I, if I be lifted up on earth, I will draw all men unto me. So are you here? Are you beaten by the sin of life? Are you beaten by the serpent of sin? Are you beaten by the serpent? You have your intellect, you have your wisdom, you have your status. You have gone through 365 days of 2018 as like other years by the mercies of God. And you still think it was by your own strength. It is God's mercy that has kept you. Today, if you must go through this year and expect the mercy of God, you must look up to that serpent, Jesus, raised on the cross. Therein does salvation come from. And that is the only thing that can wash away a life of sin. With all your wisdom, with all your intellect, with all your position, with all the accumulations you have. If you don't have that assurance that your life has been handed over to Jesus, you are still in deficit. You have baggages that nothing can remove except the power of Jesus. And so anyone in that desert, irrespective of his status, irrespective of his title, that was beaten by the serpent, and Moses was saying, look up to the serpent and live. Look up to the serpent and live. If he chose to look downwards, will he leave? If he chose to look sideways, will he leave? If he chose to say, look, why must I look up to that? After all, we saw when you were crafting it up. I would rather look back and see whether there's another serpent trying to bite again. Will he leave? They will die. All they needed was to look on. And they looked up unto that serpent, believed. A miracle. The same thing with the sin of this serpent of sin. If you are here this morning and you have not yet exchanged your old life, you've gone through the baggage of 2018, still not having a witness that you are a child of God, still in your first birth, the old Adamic nature, you need this morning to look with the eye of faith on Jesus 
you will be saved. You will be made new. You will be made clear in the name of Jesus Christ. Let all the arguments be down. And let the look of faith on Jesus make all the difference in the name of Jesus. Acts 4 12 say there is no other name given under the heavens among men whereby salvation can come your way. Not your intellect, not your studies, not your wealth, not your experience. We'll repeat again. Let nobody here who is listening to this message continue into this year with a baggage. God has made it clearly expressly so. And as you look unto Jesus, you can't look on him without dropping your baggage. Baggage of self, Adamic nature, first nature, being born into the world. You've just been born once by your parents. You haven't had a second birth in the spirit. Then this message is for you. Drop your baggage, look unto him. He will cleanse you and make you new in the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 45:22 says, Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none else. And what I say, that will come to pass. And we know in John 10:30, Jesus says, I am my Father, I want. So even for the spiritual healing of our nation, the spiritual healing of Nigeria, Many are looking forward. You know, there are about 91 political parties. Huh? And there are more than 50-something, I think 51 presidential candidates of parties. And they are wondering who among them is going to be the Messiah in quote. We look for a Messiah 2015. We are still looking for Messiah again, 2019. When Abiyala came, they said he could be the Messiah. Obasanjo said he's not the Messiah. And he wanted to be the Messiah himself. Whether you are looking at any of the 51 candidates, whether it is one party that we know, or whether it is another party that will surprise, they will not be the Messiah. They will not be the panacea. They will not overnight turn the tide of things. And so even for the healing of our nation, we still need to look unto who? Jesus. He says, look unto me, all the ends of the earth, Nigeria inclusive, and be saved. If our leaders also, and those who vie for offices, will also have a space in their heart. And that's part of the prayer we will be praying for them. Everyone gives you their manifesto. They tells you what magic they will perform. Some said there has been some promises before 300 and something. I don't know when they had time to sit down and chronicle 300 and something promises. And some say many of them have been broken. None or few of them fulfilled. None of them is our savior. None of them, when they come to power, will suddenly make everywhere an Eldorado. Milk and honey. Children go to school without tears. Everybody go to work without problem. Economy just get on. It is him who will still heal our nation. And bring the peace. And bring our political leaders and stakeholders even unto salvation. And the point of surrendering to him. Let that also be part of our prayer as we also follow them along in the name of Jesus Christ. The author and finisher of our faith, that's what Jesus is. That's why we should look at him. That's why we should look unto him. In every area, author and finisher, the Greek rendition of that place says, he has earned the name, the originator. The originator of our life, the originator of our faith. The pioneer, he originated our faith, 
and he pioneered the way to heaven. So, if we are pressing towards the mark, better still to look at him who has already pioneered the way. And not only is that the case, because he's both the originator and the finisher, he's unique. No other personality, no other being, no other God, no other religion can have such. His uniqueness is singular. That's why we look unto him. You can't think twice about it. In whichever endeavor of life you are in, in whichever activity we are engaged in, you have but to look unto him. He has drawn followers. He has drawn admirers. He has drawn adherents. He has drawn worshippers across board. Look unto Jesus. Because though he never formed the choir, yet no mass choir is greater than his. Look unto Jesus. Because though he never formed a football team, yet no football team has greater followers or fans than his. Who are the man you, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Barca, no football team has more followers or fans than him. Look unto Jesus. Though he never founded an army, yet no army with more soldiers proved to his cause. No army in the whole world. China is reckoned to have up to 2 million soldiers. In Revelation, you will see that come to play. Japan has its own. North Korea in the days of trouble. Still had quite a number of them. Yet no army marshaled more troops to their cause than this Jesus. Praise the Lord. Look unto Jesus, because though he never opened a library, yet more books speak about him than any other personality. His uniqueness. Look unto Jesus, because though he formed no party, yet there is no more powerful name in the world than his. And at the name of Jesus, every neighbor and every tongue confesses that he is the Lord of things in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth. Look unto Jesus, because though he was never a historian, yet he changed the course of world history. The world now uses B.C., before Christ, and A.D., Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. He's the only one who has changed the world course of history by his personality. Others have invented Hegira, but that remains their own invention. Look unto Jesus, because though he was not an architect, yet more building in men's broken hearts he has made than physical ones that can be counted by any architect ever known. Let's look unto Jesus, because though he did not set out to be an engineer, there is no greater builder of bridges between men and God. Between men and men. Broken lives. Homes. Nations. Including Nigeria. And societies. Look unto Jesus. Because though he did not go to law school. Yet there is no greater advocate than he. No son. No jury counsel. No queen's counsel. No privy. He has played it for. And caused to set free. Countless cases of people. Look unto Jesus. Because even though he did not study medicine. There is no greater physician. Who heals without charge. 
And he heals all sicknesses and diseases. And the greatest of them all, the disease of sin. Matthew one twenty one says you shall call his name Jesus because he shall save his people from every form of sin. So he qualifies. You can't look sideways. You can't look down. You can't look beside. Look unto him this year. Press on to where he is. That's what our team is saying. Pressing towards the mark of the heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. Some version will say, I'm pressing toward where God Christ has already called me to win the same prize that he has already gotten for us. There is no equality. There is no contention. There is no personality. We have said it here. Confucian said, I am confused. I do not know the way. We are reminded of that the other time. Mohammed says, I am not the savior. Everyone should try to find salvation on his own. That was what he said. Buddha said, do good, keep doing good, and keep doing good, so that possibly your good may outweigh your evil, and then maybe you can have nirvana. That's the way they put it. And then, we are told also in Hinduism, they said you go and come back, go and come back, reincarnation, come first as a lizard, you come next as a, which one is better than lizard? As a goat. Maybe you come next as a car and you keep coming. And they haven't said how many of them have been on that transition. And so there's no equality. Look unto him because he has the answer. He is unique. And you can't go on to other. But more importantly, look unto Jesus this 2019. Don't look down. Don't look around. Don't look away from him. Don't look out. Can somebody read us Matthew 14, 28 to 31? Matthew 14, 28 to 31. Look unto Jesus. Don't look down. Don't look around. Don't look away. The prophecy told us clearly, don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Don't look back. Look unto Jesus. Matthew 14, 28 to 31. Then Peter spoke up, Lord, if it is really you, order me to come out on the water to you. Come, answered Jesus. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water to Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he was afraid and started to sink down in the water. Save me, Lord, he cried. And once, at once, Jesus reached out and grabbed hold of him and said, what little faith you have. Why did you doubt? He noticed the water and began to sink. King James Version. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Praise the Lord. Did you notice something there? It was the fourth watch of the night, between 3 and 6 a.m. 
In verse 24 earlier, we have been told that Jesus had left them to go in the ship. And in verse 24, the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Tossed up and down. They were in jeopardy. They were in danger of their lives. And then in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came on top of the turbulent sea, on top of the challenges around them, on top of the cause of their fear. Jesus was walking where? On top of the water, clearly in charge. Praise the Lord. Clearly on top, on top of the water that was causing them to have perplexity. On top of that which brought fear and doubt on them. And Peter in the walk, because they were on a journey. Peter said, Lord, if it is you, since it is you, ask me to come. And Jesus said, come. And by faith, he began to also walk on the water. And the Bible said in verse 30 there, that when he saw the wind, the wind was boisterous all along, wasn't it? The wind had been there. Why did the scripture say now, when he saw the wind? Hadn't the wind been already turning their ship up and down, threatening to capsize? It was. At the moment Peter started walking on the water that was turbulent, his gaze was fixed on who? Jesus. But the moment he took his gaze off and looked at the wind, doubt came. Fear came. He began to sink. Look at the way this version puts it. The same verse 30 here. It says, jumping out of the boats, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down at the water, at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his control and started to sink. And Jesus says, the cause of your doubt, the source of your fear was because you ceased looking unto me and you looked at your environment. You looked at your challenges. You looked at your difficulties. You looked at the turbulence of the economy. You looked at the polity of your nation. But as long as his eyes were hooked on Jesus, did they think he was on top? Despite the turbulence of the wind, despite the waves, he was on top. Because his gaze was not on the environment, on the happenings around. But we are on Jesus. That is the same scenario with us. Look up to him. And irrespective of the turbulence, of the wind, of the sea, of this year, of the tumults, some of which we have heard, he said he will be by our side. The same strength that took us through, if only you will not look to the side, to the right or left. So don't look around. Don't look around at others. Don't look around at market economy. Inflation is increasing. They give all sorts of statistics. Nigeria is the poverty capital of the world. Is that not what we have been told? Nigeria is the second most dangerous place to give birth to in the world. If not the first now. Which one is it, sir? Is it the first? Infant mortality. Maternal mortality. They say we have overtaken India. Nigeria is the place that people are most likely to be most uncertain. Nigeria is the third most terrorist country in the world as it were. 
the third and the fourth named terrorist groups in the world, which are the Boko Haram and the Fulani Headsmen. They are all found where? In Nigeria. The statistics are scary. The educational institutions are short for many months now. Everywhere looks bleak. If you look around at the turbulence and insecurity, you will say, what hope does this year have? What hope of survival, of going better than last year, does this have? What hope do we have in the economy? My friends, don't look around. Don't look down. Don't look away. Don't look out for them. While the hustle and bustle, the waves are turning, look unto who? Jesus. And as he walked in control on top of the situation, so will he also grant you in the name of Jesus. You will operate divine economy irrespective of your earnings or how little or how not so adequate they seem to be because he is the source of eternal supply in the name of Jesus Christ. Psalm 34 verse 5 says, They looked unto him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. Look unto him. You will not be ashamed this year. Your burdens will be cast on him while he takes care of the situation. And you are walking with him side by side in the name of Jesus Christ. Look unto Jesus. Look not behind. Look not back. Don't look back. Don't look behind. Genesis 19.17 Genesis 19.17 Please read it for us if you find it. And verse 26 as well. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, and he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. 26. 26. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Luke 17.32 says, remember Lord's wife. When you are tempted to look back, when you are tempted to look behind in this year, remember Lord's wife. A memorial. A pillar of salt that does not wear away easily. It wears away over a period of what? Time. As a constant reminder to those who look back. Instruction was clear. Do not look back. Escape for your life. Press forward. Never at any moment attempt to look back. Press forward. It will be your life. As you press forward, you will deliver your soul. You will deliver your life. That was the clear instruction. And that is the clear instruction this year. Look unto Jesus. Don't look back. And then Lot's wife looked back and became a memorial. She might have looked back remembering the successes she had in Sodom. Remembering the friends. Remembering the acquaintances. But more importantly, perhaps remembering her possessions. Remembering them. How could they all go on fire? She remembered them. She remembered at all. But she also would have also remembered the lifestyle of Sodom. As she was looking back, she was still identifying with them. 
and friends, because the lifestyle of Sodom had no place for God, had no place for trusting God, was alien to that of God that made them to go unto destruction. Instead of pressing forward to deliverance, to life, to escape, she was looking back to destruction. Don't look back. Don't look back at the previous year. Don't look back at your past. Don't look back at your successes. Don't look back even at your failures. The prophecy also made that clear this morning. Don't look back to count your losses as it were. Philippians 3.13 where we read as part of our text and which we keep recurring as we press forward this year says, I forget those things which are behind. I make effort. If you must press forward and make progress and advance this year in life, spiritually and in any other endeavor of your life, you must make effort to forget what? The past. Forget those things which are behind. Forget the things that lie behind. That is the key to always succeeding. Ask anyone who has continually made a progress, whether he sees on when he made his first million. If you see a man, who though he may be in many more billions, and you're asking him, and now he's content with just recounting when he made his first billion. And saying those days, hey, it was like this. We went to Togo. We went to Sokoto. We traveled to Kotonu. We went to Nchatancha. We went up and down. And all his story and all that occupies now is where? The past. It's not likely to make more progress. He will remain where he is. If you get stuck to the past, in your successes, you will not be motivated to go higher. You will be stuck there. If you see any of us, spiritually, who only talks about how God used us when we are in school, when we are in leadership, when we are in that A school, how God moved with us, how God spoke to us, how God made us win souls. And right now, nothing is happening. It's not saying anything. It's not likely to make forward and make progress. Forget the things which are behind. And reach out to those things which are ahead. Look unto Jesus. Forget even your failures. If you keep dwelling on your failures, they will bog you down. They will weigh you down. You'll be too heavy. You can't do any better. So neither the successes nor the failures of the past should come into our present. Forget them. If they ever come into memory, they should come for a challenge to look unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of that which will go forth? Is that not why Isaiah 43:18 says, Remember ye not the former things. What are the things that have gone back in the previous year, 2018? What are the things you could have done better? What are the areas you would have done it better? What are the successes you achieved with God and in your endeavor, in academics, in your business? Look not back. Forget the past. In order that you can do what? Press on. And for you to press on, not by your own strength. Look unto who? Jesus. So he said, remember you not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Neither dwell on them. That's what that passage means. Verse 19, Isaiah 43 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, this year, it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? 
May it happen so with you in areas of your life where challenges remain in the name of Jesus Christ. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. It happened before. We did with the Red Sea. It happened with Jesus. He will do it again. You will now be the actor or the actress, the beneficiary. Therefore, look unto Jesus for new dawn, for freshness of ideas, for direction, and for action. And you will keep continual progress in Jesus' name. Jesus said in Luke 9, 62, No man who puts his hand on the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. No man who says he's committed to me. No man who says he's serving me. No man who wants to walk with me and live to serve me and please me and keeps looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. You cannot trust in God or assume you are looking unto Jesus as well as look and trust on other things of the world in doing kingdom business or in pressing forward. Jesus is unfit. So even in kingdom matters, in your spiritual life, he says don't look back. Let the past be a challenge to press forward as you look unto him in the name of Jesus Christ. And we heard in Hebrews 10 that we are persuaded of better things. That we are not just of those who draw back, who look back like Lord's wife unto what? Perdition, unto destruction. But now the just shall live by faith. Faith is trusting and looking unto Jesus. You don't understand why the waves will be beating and beating the sheep about. And Jesus is walking in control on top of it. It's faith. So the just shall live by looking unto Jesus, by trusting by faith, by looking unto him. But if any man draw back, if any man look back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Not fit for the kingdom, not relevant in the things of the world. That will not be a portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Lastly, look unto Jesus for help in 2019. Look not to man. Look not to I am. Look not to those who know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Look not necessarily at the words of man and put your implicit trust on them. Look not at position or status. Let that not be part of your calculation if you need help this year. Look not at the influence of money to try around. Some say you can say thank you to somebody who has done something ever before he begins to draw your file from the drawer. He hasn't done it yet, but you're already telling him what? Thank you. Thank you for considering to draw my file. Does it make sense? It makes better sense if after he has done it and you are so persuaded. So, look not unto man. Look not unto situation. Look not unto any other side for help. In 2019, look only to him and he will be your help. Look at Joseph. We know his story. But look at for once. Because every one of them has also gone through the challenges we go through. And so when we look at their lives, we see how they were pressing on, running the race. Where they also faltered because they were human. And we draw our lessons from them. 
Look at Genesis chapter 40. Look at verse 14 there. Genesis 40, 14. Joseph was the one speaking. Okay, let's read verse 1. And it came to pass, after these things, that the builder, butler of the king of Egypt, and his baker, had offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers, and against the chief of the bakers. That's the background. Then they had dreams. Both of them had dreams. And in verse 14, Joseph was interpreting the dream. And when he finished, he had told them, One of you, the chief butler, in three days' time, when Pharaoh will celebrate his birthday, he will bring you out and appoint you back to your position. The other one, the chief baker, when Pharaoh will also be celebrating his birthday, he will bring you out and hang you. Different choices, different situations for different people. You don't look around to them. So Joseph as a human being saw the one or the Kogaderema. Saw the one who will be in a position. Saw the one whom Pharaoh will appoint back to his influential world position of serving him the cup. Every of the wine that Pharaoh tasted must first go through him. If he says unsafe, like they told Abacha during his days, last days, if they tell him don't come out, he won't come out. If they tell him don't touch that water, he won't. I'm sure you've heard the story of the Marabouts in Asherah that time. They were the ones governing and ruling. And so for days, governors may troop. Political stakeholders may troop. They won't see the head of state as it were. And so this was he who had that same power. And Joseph as a human being thought, I've got a man in position. I've got the next to Pharaoh. As he's serving the wine to the king, he will give a word about me. Surely, if I have spoken this about him and it came to pass, he will remember me. So as a human being, he looked unto the chief butler. Look at what he said in verse 14. But think on me when it shall be well with you. And show kindness. In other words, Joseph has placed all his trust on who now? This chief butler. Show kindness. He would normally have asked God to show kindness. If somebody who is in authority, whom you are asking to do what? Show kindness on me. In other words, Joseph had assumed now that the chief butler was in authority. He was soon going to be. But he also had the power to decide his fate. So he says, one, think on me. Don't forget me. Number two, show kindness how I have been here. And then number three, I pray you, show kindness unto me. And make mention of me unto who? Pharaoh. Look at this one. And bring me out of this house. Enormous pass. I'm sure he would have said he will get it done. He will get it done. He also told him his story. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. Or the corner, Mesigini, a Barcelona prison, I be again, Empesa, Nequemo, and work with Emmer. See how I came here. You have the power. Gimwa Gigi, Gimwa Jimma, Igawa Nequem, Iluranebawa, do three things. Think on me. Always keep me in your mind. 
Out of your heart of mercy, show kindness now. Number three, now do what? Mention me. Once you mention it, it's okay. Putting the trust, looking unto man for help. Clearly, Joseph who had begun a walk with God, this is him as a human being in his moment of weakness. Verse 20, and it came to pass the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday. He made a feast unto all his servants. He lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again. And he gave the cup unto Pharaoh's hands as before. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Look at verse 23. Yet did not the chief butler do what? Remember Joseph. But forgot him. Here I even put it in King James past tense. Forgot him. In other words, close story. It was in the past. This was the person that he had put all his hopes in for 2019. Once he said it, I'm trusting him. Once I get there, I will get the passport. I will get the visa. I will get the promotion. I will get the job. The things that have been denied me. The contract sums, they will be paid. Look not unto man or connections for help this year. This man on whom hope was hanging by somebody as spiritual as Joseph, God made sure that he did what? He forgot him. For how long? Chapter 41 verse 1. It came to pass at the end of two full years. And the scripture was deliberately mentioning that. The two years we are full, complete. Two years after he was supposed to play the role of the helper, of the intercessor, of the advocate, of the kingmaker, of the person who would help him. Two full years. God brought another miracle to happen. He brought a dream. It was at God's instance this year. And then the chief butler said, I remember my sin. So friends, do not look unto man for help. Do not look unto those who have names and title and position for help. If there have been your previous baggage, you may say that may not be a baggage, but surely is. For as long as you are looking unto them and hanging on their words, your faith and trust in the miracle of Jesus will not come. They will not come. And so, if this year you want to have help in any area of life, mundane areas, and there is no mundane before God, look unto him. He will bring it in his own time. And he will bring it ceaselessly. He will bring it without stress. And you will know that it is him who has done it. Nothing can be added. And nothing can be subtracted. Now when you look at it, you will see it is the Lord who has done it. And give him the glory. And so shall praise be unto him in Jesus name. Isaiah 30 says, Woe to those who trust Egyptians, who go down to Egypt, or trust in their chariots, or trust in their houses. Because the Egyptians are men men. They are not spirits. When the destroyer arises, both those, the Egyptians, their horses, and those whom they seem to help, they will all fall down altogether. They do not have the power to sustain. They may have good intentions, but they do not control situations around. In life partnership, in your choice, look unto Jesus. 
In jobs, look unto Jesus. In exams, look unto Jesus. In the ordinary economic tide of this year, look unto him. Look foolish in doing so, but that's faith. And as you so do, he will walk by your side and make a way in the wilderness in the name of Jesus Christ. And so Micah 7, 5 says, Trust ye not in a friend. Put ye not confidence in a guy. Don't look up to them. Don't look out to any of those things. Micah 7, 7, Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. He will hear you in the name of Jesus. He will hear you in the name of Jesus. But he says, I will wait for the God of my salvation. I will go at Jesus' bidding. I will not be like the others. I will not rush with the tide of the time. I will not complain time is passing me by. When the challenge comes, remember to look unto him. And he will be your help and your shield in the name of Jesus. Look at Psalm 20, verse 1. The Lord hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob does what? Defend you. Verse 5 of that psalm. It says here, we will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all your petitions. Not man, not intermediary, not accessory. Verse 6, now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the seventh strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Amen. Thank the Lord that he has spoken good concerning you. Despite the challenges of this year, despite the situations, despite the posterous sea of Nigeria, despite the gloom in the economy, despite the tide of unrest, strikes, protests, crises, that he, in the midst of tumult, has said, I will walk by your side. Look unto me and be ye saved. Trust in me and look up unto me for help. I am the one who sets up one and who brings promotion. Some may trust in those who have name. Some may trust in chariots for this year. Some may trust in horses. Some may trust in a bank position. Some may trust in words that are inviolable. But because are spoken by human beings, they may fail. They may falter. Some trust in all them. But as we remember the name of the Lord, as we look up unto him, as we beckon on him, as we wait on him, we shall renew our strength. We shall walk and not faint. We shall strive and not be weary. And we shall remain upstanding when they have all fallen. And in the midst of the tumult of the economy, and in the midst of the tumult of the challenge of politics, the Lord, who is our God, he will be our help this year in the name of Jesus Christ. He will be our help in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank him. Thank him because of this promise. Thank him. And make a vow and promise that I am trusting you. I am trusting you. I am looking unto you. I will not look down. I will not look around. I will not look out. I will not look back. 
I will not look unto man for help. I look unto you, the author and finisher of this year, the author and finisher of my faith, he who is unique, and he who does exceeding wondrous things beyond what we can ask or think, and who, according to the course of time, brings your will to come to pass. I look upon to you. My hope rests upon you. My eyes look unto you. My confidence is upon you. With you on my side, my strength this year, I shall walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall walk through the wilderness and it shall not end me. I shall walk through the fire and I shall not be burned. I shall go through challenges and I will remain upstanding because you uphold me with your mighty hand. Because you are my side. Can you speak unto God and tell him, Father, this I appropriate into my life. I trust you and I look up unto you, not on the help of man, not on the arm of flesh, who will fail, not on the economy, not on the political scene, not on men who have arrayed themselves as authorities to things and power, but I look up unto you and despite the times, thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. In the name of Jesus we pray. Are you here this morning? As you are standing and the Spirit of God is telling you. As you are looking unto Jesus. He's the only one who can save you. He's the only one. Not your knowledge. Not your wisdom. Not your past. Not your experience. Your sin is a baggage. You are going through the past year was by God's mercy. Don't continue on such a dangerous path. You cannot press forward with sin, with weight, still laying on you. And this morning, you want to surrender your life to him. And begin the year, a fresh walk with him. He who says, and I, if I'm lifted up on the cross, and you look on me with faith, you shall be saved. You want to do that this morning. Because you no longer want to continue in your life. Where God says, tell you the wicked, you shall be ill with him. Tell you the man who is unrighteous, he shall not be well with him. Tell you the one who is yet outside my fold, who is not called by my name. That's what the prophecy said. It's only for those who are called by his name. If you haven't resurrendered your life to Jesus, you are not called by God's name. You are a creature of God, but you are not a people of God. You are not his son, you are not his daughter. You are under God's rod, and the danger is that you are on your own. But this morning... He says, tell you the righteous, you shall be well with him. Tell you those who have trusted in me and surrendered their lives, you shall be well with him now, this year, and yet in future. But for the wicked, for the sinful, for the one who is still on his own, this is the time to escape because he shall not be well with you. You want to surrender that life to him and begin fresh with him. I want you to get your Bibles and open to Jeremiah chapter 1. Let's read together verse 18. Are we there? Okay. Read. Go. For behold, I have made you this day a defense city and an iron pillar and brazen walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests thereof, against the people of the land. Let us pray. Lift up your hand unto the Lord. Father, today you have made us a defense city. Father, today 
you are making our foreheads as diamonds. Father, today you are making our weak ones as David's and the house of David's as God's in the name of Jesus. Lord, by your strength we run through 2019 and we will run over a troop, leap over a wall, beat the mountain small, bring forth righteousness. Lord, as your soldiers, we will not jostle one another. We will not break ranks, but we will bring forth victory in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we give ourselves to meditating upon your word day and night. Lord, we give ourselves to speaking your word in every circumstance. And Father, because you will keep reminding us, in everything we will give thanks. Lord, we give ourselves over to you and this congregation, every individual thereof, and all that are represented, and yet those that are not here are handed over to you in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the church of God say, Amen. Amen.